This is Marking Out. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Follow on Twitter. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Marking Out. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Spreading like fist. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. We Marking Out. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. Welcome to Marking Out Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. This is episode 382. Make sure you go check out all of our previous episodes, MarkingOut.com, Stitcher, iTunes, or Google Play. Also, go check us out on Facebook, Facebook.com slash MarkingOut. Give us a like. Also, buy some t-shirts, ProWrestlingTees.com slash MarkingOut. Also, watch YouTube, all of our YouTube stuff. Cooking with Brandon, episode six is up, and so much more to come on there. Go check that out. Marking uh, YouTube.com slash marking out eleven. Send us an email, marking out one at gmail.com. And I am one of your hosts, Dave the Rave. And I am alongside here with Chris. You can go follow Chris on Twitter at Chris Swingdog. Follow me on Twitter if you really want to. Dave the Rave underscore M-O, and follow Marking Out, and of course, BTTG161. But Chris, how are you doing? I am doing great. Thank you for asking. And Brandon, how are you doing? I am doing awesome as always. Wow. <laughs> okay, we were doing <laughs> Right, right, right. Let me just put that higher up. That's fine. <laughs> Yeah, so uh, how was your week, Dave? My week was uh, pretty good. You know, I celebrated my uh, 33rd birthday. His 75th birthday. Thank you, thank yeah. you. Yeah, I didn't do anything special. Just uh, did Sad some studying, did some reading. But, you know, it's A-OK, A-OK. I did get to go to my grandparents' house to go celebrate with them. They had some cake. They had so. a marvel cake? Uh, no. My parents did buy, uh, Carvel cake. I, I haven't had a Carvel cake. That is disappointing. That's disappointing. No, they had, what was it? They had pound cake, which I'm fine with. Pound Dude. cake, as every, pound as every old Jewish person does. <laughs> yeah, they had pound I mean, my grandpa's 95 years old and my grandma's 92 and they're still functional, uh, functionally independent. I thought he was going to say something else. <laughs> <laughs> this is a PG podcast. <laughs> NWO? Uh, um, it was, yeah, whatever. It didn't, <laughs> to me, that wasn't NWO. And, and then when I was doing it, I was like, that doesn't sound anything like fun. <laughs> yeah. But while we were there, we actually started watching a movie that I thought was awesome. It was uh, called The Great Escape. It's a 1963 World War II flick about a bunch of, prison of prisoners of wars in a German POW camp. And it was awesome. It's just, it's I'm just a- prisoner of war. Yeah, prisoner of war. Uh, it's like with Steve McQueen, James Garner, and the uh, the old guy from Jurassic Park, Richard uh, Attenborough. Dinosaurs. Yeah, it was actually really. I love old movies, and this was really cool. What else did I do? I adjusted my gym playlist. <laughs> what? Yeah. Well, who like who says? I, what is that? I, I now I I have a lot more uh, AFI. Uh, to add, I, yes. What albums yeah. have you been putting on there? A little uh, bit only, of the, only the new ones. Uh, well, no, the new ones are really good. No, but Dave I, doesn't like them. No, I, I 
I was blasting I Hope You Suffer so many times. That's like, also I, the second most recent album, Burials. That well, album's I you, great. I thought you didn't like the newest albums. Me? Me? No, Dave. Yeah, Dave. Oh, no. I, I, I'm open to listening to them. I It was Chris that was talking about the changing of taste. Yeah, about no. how they were good. They still are good. No, no, no. They've always been good. Chris I thought there was Chris a while was, that... No, no, no. Chris was on my side saying no, no, that no. you have to adapt your listening skills. Yeah, but I... Chris, did, wasn't there a time there you didn't like their new stuff, though? Like, there's a few new stuff that you didn't really but enjoy. It's, it's grown on me because there's such a band where, as I said, they started off as, like, a punk band. Then they went to a hardcore punk band. Then they went to this, like, emo goth punk band. Then they went to, like, an alt-rock band. And now they're that, just, like, this, like, entity. But, like, that's that's a part of evolving as an artist. The emo part is where I got onto them. The point yeah, well, like, is like, that's, like, the, what? Everybody uh-huh. should like St. Anger. Nope, this podcast is over. No, that's the be- dude. That's the best Metallica song. That's literally my favorite Metallica song. Master was, freaking puppets. No. Actually, I was being, my favorite. My favorite Metallica song is "Creeping Death." I was, I got to go with the uh, Black album. Yeah, well, actually, what you that's mean, a, what you're, you did the whole album. We named songs. At least well, I no, assume Chris named a song. Well, well, yeah, "Creeping Death" is it's about the seven plagues actually. That song. It's spectacular. Huh. We're going back, going back to AFI. Like, yeah, what roped me? Like what roped me? Because they're, as I said last week too, they're one of like, I don't think I would be the person and or like the musician that I am today because of because of them. I saw them, 2003. Sing the Sorrow just came out and they were doing the whole Sing the Sorrow tour. Where'd I went by myself. I went by myself to Roseland Ballroom and saw them. And Davey Havoc comes out on stage and they start going into the the Misery Cantera. Uh, CM Punk's music when he was in Ring of Honor for a period of time, and I was just like, "This is incredible." And then when they came around, when they came around on December Underground, I went to both shows. Um, I actually saw them three times on that tour. You, and then parents, I saw your parents didn't care that you went like to New York City yourself. No, I, you know I grew up like high school. I grew up in my a divorced household, so my mom was working until seven o'clock at night doing you know double shifts. And so you would just go to New York City yourself. Well, I I started going to concerts when I was like 15 years old. You know, I went to see Rage Against the Machine in 2000. We told we told my mom that we were going with an adult, but we didn't go with an adult. <laughs> and that like that changed like my perspective on life. That another thing too that changed my perspective on life Rebel was that bit. AFI that, or concert going? Rage Against the Machine concert going. AFI like okay. changed like. I like that when I saw them and they just started going and Davey Havoc run, comes out and starts hitting the vocals on Misery Cantera. I was just like sucked in tractor beam, you know, and it, it's really it's so funny that you mentioned them because I went to Newberry Comics today to try to find the uh, the Chris Bryant Funko Pop. Oh, you were in the city? No, I was at oh, it that's, was that's mall. Oh, right. Yeah. And I was like looking through the vinyls and I bought my first vinyl today. I bought. Oh. Uh, yeah. You know, it's a thing now. So like. <laughs> I don't own a record. I stole a record player from my mom that doesn't work. Um, and I bought the AFI All Hallows EP. If anybody's listening to this podcast and like needs a vessel, a vessel to get into AFI, that's like definitely the way to get into them. It's a four-song EP based around like Halloween, and like the last song, "A Total Mortal," is my personal favorite AFI song. So good. It's four songs. I could listen. I listen. That's the first thing I do. I wake up on Halloween is I put that album on and. It kind of just sticks to the day. There's a Misfits cover on there. So very, very. Is that your Desert Island album or like, I mean, it's only four tracks you said, right? 
Yeah, I mean, AFI-wise, if I was only going to one album, it would probably be The Art of Drowning. Because that was like... Sing Sorrow sucked me in, and then I went and looked at their back catalog, and The Art of Drowning is just... It's a really dynamic album. Very, very well done. You know, and that's what started really bringing them... That and Black Sails of the Sunset really started bringing them to the forefront. I could talk about AFI all day. I, I really want to, I want to listen to more AFI. I know I've, I've spoken to you so many times about me wanting to kind of uh, grow my, my fandom for AFI and like uh, a bunch of like five finger death punch and just a bunch of uh, from punk to metal, just grow my, my musical uh, Get, playlist. You know and you know, what's so cool about AFI. Apparently there's like a lot of people on the wrestling scene that are Dude, like, yeah. I was watching um, one of those Ambi Comments, oh yeah, uh, Dude, yeah, at like, least awesome. Yeah, she was talking to Madison Eagles, talking about like her love of AFI, like Jessica Havoc. She got yeah. her namesake from Davey AFI, Havoc. from Davy Havoc from AFI, and then like she said how she met them, and like she was like, "Hey, listen, I'm a professional wrestler. You know, my name is Jessica Havoc. I took it from you." And he's like flattered by it, and Sammy Callahan's like, huh, "Look at her, she's about to mark out right now." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like I mean. Jimmy Havoc took his name from him too. They're, yeah, absolutely. That's it. I mean, his too. theme songs. Uh, um, what's his theme song? The, what did I just say earlier? I, I, hope, I hope you suffer. Yeah, that's his theme song. Yeah, that is, that's right. Yeah. So, so yeah. Was Was Rage your first concert or? My first concert was the Beach Boys. Oh right. At Jones Beach, it was when the. You were it a was. Child? Yeah, my when I was growing up, my father had a boat. It was. It wasn't a schooner. It was a sailboat. Um. And we would go to Zach's Bay right by Jones Beach. We'd hang out for the day. Then we'd go to the concert. Then we'd get back on the boat and go home. I so it was jo- I thought a schooner was a sailboat. No, I don't know. I, I got there is a sailboat. <laughs> There's no Easter Bunny. Um, <laughs> but yeah, that was my first concert. But like my first concert going to my, by myself was Rage Against the Machine, Gangstar, and at the drive-in, which later became the Mars Volta, blah, 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 blah. So don't, you, you would pop over this. On my playlist is actually a Broken Hero song. Oh, what David Banner just slash your tires? You know it, yeah. So no, yeah. so no foot cramp lava lamp or wrist cramp plasma ball. Not yet. I did consider it though. I, I was I was a few seconds. To, it is on my uh, iPod though. All right, both right. of them. I I believe so. It is. What was I your, did I did. What was your what? first concert? My first concert. Um, my first concert. I can't even remember. To be honest with you. It may have my first actual concert may have been off, was, off fest with Chris. It was the and, Lori Berkner band. <laughs> it, it, it I think my first concert dude. it may have been off fest with Chris and uh, uh, Mike Goodwin and all of them. Oh, that like everybody went to that show. It was a Slipknot, Marilyn Manson, Disturbed, Lincoln Park, Mudvayne. Uh, yeah. did, did Disturbed do that sweet cover of <laughs> Sound of Silence? No, they, years there was, before there was, it was a thing. No, they were on their like first. They were on still on their first. This album. was like ninety, ninety seven. No, no, this wasn't ninety seven. This was like two thousand three. Yeah, two thousand three around there. Um, and then they actually recorded that concert for a special on HBO. Really? I found some. Of the, yeah, I found some of the YouTube clips for Disturbed and Mudvayne you performing. Said it was like Jones Beach. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, and Manson was there and stuff like that. And yeah. it was it was cool. Yeah. Um, cool. I did. In the gym this week, I did break my three mile record, so I'm really proud of. My, I'm really happy about that. There you go, crushing goals, Dave. Yeah, Never. 25 twenty five minutes and twenty seven seconds. Wow. Uh, so, kind of proud of myself. 
You should be. Yeah. What about you, Chris? What do you do this week? I'm busy as usual. Um, Saturday on your birthday, we celebrated by uh, celebrating my sister's engagement party. Yeah. How'd that go? It was a lot of fun. It was a good time. Uh, my brother, my future brother-in-law can cook. He's a chef. Um, and he made all the food for the party, which was dude. So good. Pulled pork. I still have, I'm going to eat pulled pork after this podcast. That's what I'm going to do. Cause I still have a big tray of it in my fridge. Um, Sunday, we had people over the house for a little barbecue slash game night, which was a lot of fun. Um, what, Monday, what's up? What you guys end up playing? We played Secret Hitler, and we played Cards Against Humanity. Oh, nice. A lot of people end up showing up. It was like seven, it was like seven people. Yeah. Oh, you, sorry, I couldn't come. You guys, you guys should, should get uh, loaded questions. Yeah, I know, but we have this like... We have this like wait when we do game night. It's Secret Hitler. We do like three or four rounds, and then we do cards, and then game night's over. Um, then Monday was Memorial Day. Thank you to all of our troops that have uh, give the ultimate sacrifice. Uh, yeah. I had a shoot. I had a small shoot uh, prepping for uh, this weekend. I have a big shoot coming up this weekend, which is going to be uh, a lot of fun. I'm looking forward to it. And uh, who's, who's it on? Joey Ryan, I, Hulk Hogan, Macho Man? No, none of those. Macho uh, the same. Man. Same company I've been working for. Uh, they have a, big, they have a, uh, a two-day summit. Well, it's going to be like a three-day summit. And you know what? I put a sheet over the bird's cage thinking that they wouldn't scream during this podcast. And uh, no, they're still screaming. Um, but yeah, just kind of get myself prepped for that. Tomorrow I have load-in kind of, day. What kind of setting is that in? What? The, that shoot. It's at a hotel in Queens. Oh. Where they have like a conference center and stuff like that. So. Very cool. Yeah, very cool. And that's uh, and that's been my my week uh, this week. What about you, Brandon? What'd you do? Crush happy hour? I did not. I went to uh, Fogo to show, as I alluded to last episode. That's a show. Brazilian. Not what? For show. Oh, I was. I was Fogo like, to show. Yeah, so uh, I alluded to going to that to that last week, and uh, it's just it's really great. I was so full. I was sitting there eating the salad bar, and my friends were like, oh, "We're almost finished," and I'm like, "I'm just getting started." <laughs> and it's funny because like they can eat, they eat. So uh, yeah, so we had the unlimited meat piece of pizza, uh, not a piece of pizza, a piece of hot burning meat dropped on my leg at that place. Like the guy went to give it to my friend and dropped it right on my leg. I was like, "Oh man!" And all he did was say sorry. What the heck? Mm. But it was still good. The food was good. Before that, I went to uh, the New York Public Library. Saw the original Winnie the Pooh, Tigger, Kanga, That's cool. Eeyore, Piglet. Did you did you Piglet. see the trailer? I trailer did. for the new movie. I did, and they I they replaced Tigger. Tigger was originally Chris O'Dowd as the voice, and they replaced him with uh, Jim Cummings, I guess. So, Who's that? Jim Cummings does Winnie the Pooh and Tigger. Oh, he's like he's like the voice from our like. Oh, so he's the actual person. Yeah, and he he's a real boy. Yeah, he's a real boy, huh? Yeah, and then that's after, why that's why he sounds familiar because you probably you've met him before, right? Yeah, met Jim yeah. met Jim Cummings. That's Don't my Winnie that the Pooh impression. Oh, every time. And uh, after after Fogo had to. Uh, Chill out a little bit. Max, a little uh, lamping done in Central Park, and uh, then I went to we went to uh, Mike's friend's house or cousin mm-hmm. friend, 
and or apartment building, and we stood outside on a stoop. Got to be stoop a, boy. Got to be one of those stoop boys for a minute, and uh, then we walked ourselves over to a local uh, bar establishment. And uh, was that where you saw Chris Hero? Yeah, dude, I would have completely forgotten about that. The bartender looked like a super thin Chris Hero. It was weird. So Chris <laughs> are Ring of Honor days. Like no no not no no if if Cassius Ono was like super skinny now, that's uh, what he would look like. Not like not like the original I, like, IWA or I, I don't know. Not the original Chris Hero where he'd wear like the Superman outfits and stuff, like a full bearded Cassius Ono Chris Hero. All right, wow, uh, wow, yeah. and then uh, that's, a, that's about it, I guess. Unless I'm forgetting stuff, I did vo- I did voiceover work this week. Yeah, uh, congrats. Yeah, it was good. It was uh, good. All right, all right. So uh, everybody had a fun, exciting week here which, at the. Uh... Which I have to say, really hurt my throat. <laughs> I don't know if I'm cut out for that business. I think you should. I think Rachel listened to it and she said, "Brandon's really good. Maybe he should do this as a career." It was like it really killed my throat. <laughs> I don't know why. Maybe I, I have no idea. I don't know. You need some honey. Honey and tea. Yeah. All right. So let's get on to some outside the ring news. Yeah. So Street Fighter, everybody used to play Street Fighter growing up. Except me. I I don't think I've ever played Street Fighter. Except Brandon. Whenever I I tell somebody that, they never believe me. And and I I never played Street Fighter. And what's the other one that everybody plays? Mortal Kombat? Yeah. I might have played played one of them, or I might have played both of them like one time. I remember specifically one time I went across the street to my neighbor's house to play it, and he like kicked my ass and like gloated about it uh-huh i was like a little kid i was like i i don't know what i'm doing here and then another more recent time i don't know if it was either of those games but it was like a similar fighting style game like that on an xbox 360 one of our uh, friends brought it over and like he's like he completely crushed me in that too and he's like going mad hard i was like bro i've never played this before screw you <laughs> like <laughs> i don't know this stuff Nah. Uh, well Kenny Omega was in the commercial for the Street Fighter V, the arcade edition. But more um, so, he's a voice. Yeah, he's the voice of Mayor Cody. Is that it just so is ends that up that the character? Yeah, that the character's name is Cody. Interesting. But that's going to be out next month on the twenty sixth. What do you mean next month? It says five twenty six. Yeah, I've typo. Oh, next dude. month on the twenty sixth. All right, that's definitely actually wait. That's June. Yeah, yeah. June I'm, I'm trying to think of things that I have to pick up for for the Switch. I know Captain Toad's Treasure Tracker comes out oh, soon. So, are you, are you happy that they have that Pokemon thing they announced? Yeah, I saw it. That's crazy. I don't know what, what it is, is it? specifically. It's like the Pokemon game for the Game Boy, but they put it on Switch, and, and it apparently has like upgraded like actual graphics. Yeah, dude, sick. I'm really pumped about that. That's then, gonna be a but lot. Then of... Did they say it was compatible with Pokemon Go or no? Or it's like, yeah. or uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know video games outside of two K eighteen for WWE. I don't, I don't, I no longer play video games. Yeah, yeah. okay. I don't. What do you mean? Yeah, okay. I you sometimes play, play Tetris. WWE. What? You play WWE two K? What did I say? You don't. What do you listen to every other sentence of mine? What? <laughs> I said aside from two K eighteen. Oh. I don't play video games anymore. Oh, that's Man. another thing we did. We went to Barcade. It was jam-packed. Oh, how was it? It was jam-packed. Couldn't move. Got a water in there, as I do in a bar. And, was it uh, free? 
Yeah, the water was free. How much was the game to play? Uh, you got to get tokens, which I thought was weird, but apparently places do that these days. Uh, these days. Um, so I think it was 50 cents or like two tokens to start and then one token to continue. And how much is a token? I would assume a, a dollar. Like Oh, so it's not a quarter, it's not quarter play. No, I think it's 50 cents a play. Okay, still I mean, not bad. Still yeah, they, better than They had they had the X-Men game, they had uh Ninja Turtles. There was a really old um Ghostbusters game that looked super weird, but Yeah. It was just yeah. dude, I don't I I honestly never ever want to go there again. <laughs> like it's a cool concept and everything, but it's just it's too Smart crowded. Concept. It's too crowded and it's literally just hipsters. No, you're in Brooklyn. What did you say? I wasn't in Brooklyn. I was in New York City. (laughs) It was New York City. It was Manhattan. Nah. They have two locations in Manhattan. I think one in Brooklyn. Huh. Interesting. Interesting. But yeah, that's when we left and then went over to Mike's friend's apartment. Uh, Oh, gotcha. He goes, we could like go upstairs, but um, his fiance was doing work or whatever, so we couldn't actually go upstairs. But like, thank God, because they don't have an elevator. I don't know how you live in a, a New York City style building without an elevator on like the four stories high up. I'm like, thank God she's doing work. Well, talking about doing some work, the doctor for WWE, Chris Amen, Amon, Amon. Yeah, uh, the trial, the libel and slander trial has. Taking has to uh begun versus Cole Cabana and CM Punk this week. Dude, those this did is you read the, the notes. Yeah, I did. Seen... Cole, Cole Cabana showed up way early. Yeah, apparently, yeah. like the guy from WrestleZone was like was announced. He's like, oh, and there's a reporter here from WrestleZone.com, and Amon and CM Punk both like smiled about it. Uh, so, WrestleZone. Yeah, but anyway, Cole Cabana is not going to be able to make his June first event. Uh, this week because he will be in trial. He'll be there on Saturday though for uh, Ring of Honor Excellence in New York. It's but, it's going to be interesting to see what comes of this. I mean, either they're going to be dude, very the, very from the notes. Be, hopefully, they're not going to be in debt, or it's going to be dismissed. The notes. Think, the note says the the doctor was saying how CM Punk got got rattled or whatever, and he uh, advised him that he's got a concussion and like needs to like, get out of the ring or whatever, and Punk's like, no, I'm just going to compose myself, and, or allegedly, we should say, because, you know. Allegedly. And uh, and then they said that, that he, they, they called to the back, and Michael Hayes goes, get Punk out of there, tell him to eliminate himself before Kane comes out, and then he just didn't do that and waited and had Kane actually eliminate him. Yeah, but then also in the notes it said that CM Punk sent several emails to them saying, hey, I have headaches, I have this, I have that, I have the other thing. So it's like, yeah, I I don't know what to think of it. I mean, even still, he stepped into the ring knowing what he's feeling. Yeah, and, but like, and, but and then also too, the doctor didn't say, "Hey, you're not medically cleared to because you know." They, at the end of the day, the doctors have to yeah. medically clear these guys from going in the ring. So it's up to this guy to use his best judgment. You know, as stubborn as some of these guys might be. They have to take responsibility for their actions. You're gonna let this guy go in the ring saying he's hurt, he's got this, he's got that, and he's got this other but, thing. 
did he actually say all of that? And apparently it's written in the email saying he's like he's had fevers, he's had diarrhea and stuff like that. But go to I don't want to give Russell's own credit, so go to ProWrestlingSheet.com. <laughs> I think all the notes are somewhat yeah in there. But I, I mean, long, it's very yeah. How long could this trial last? Like, is there's is there a way Punk could miss his UFC? No, fight? no. I mean, uh, if it's going right now. It's two weeks. If it could be. Could it be a two-week trial where he misses the June 9th? I mean, maybe maybe if there's a hung jury, but I don't know how that really... That's uh, personal, isn't it? I don't know how that goes with everything. But, but yeah, CM Punk June 9th is uh, supposed to be facing uh, Mike Jackson at the UFC event in Chicago. Both uh, competitors are both 0-1, so this Aren't could be either... Aren't they both 0-1 against the same person or no? Hey, no, but they are both 0-1. Not sure, but Dana White did, was questioned about this, about CM Punk being on the card while... Like Alistair Overy and a few other well-known superstars, well, uh, fighters are on the undercard, and they were really questioning why someone that's 0-1 is on the pay-per-view card. And he brought up, well, oh, yeah, if you what's her sell, name? Well, who's the the famous woman that got left off? I don't know. If you sell as much pay-per-views as CM Punk does, then you could be on the card. Yeah, and Al- Alistair Overing is like is not gassed out of his face anymore. Yeah, but you know, if CM Punk, he's not a draw anymore. Yeah, but he said pretty much if CM Punk loses, that's probably going to be it. Yeah, and then he'll be uh, at all in on uh, September 1st. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, anyway, speaking about the future of professional wrestling, um, John Cena was at MegaCon in Orlando this week, uh, and he was asked a question by a young fan saying, who would you like to face in a match, Velveteen Dream, Ricochet, or Adam Cole? And John Cena said Velveteen Dream. And he made the comparison. He made a Star Wars comparison, which I'm all a fan about. And he said that uh, Velveteen Dream could be the one. So that's big. Is that like coming a, is from... that an Obi Wan Kenobi reference or no? Yes. Yeah. Yes. I, I I agree with you. That is huge. And that's, that's and I think all all of us can agree that you know John Cena might be right about this. Yeah, I I think Velveteen Dream has it. He is unbelievable. He has character, the gimmick, and the his in ring ability. And he's 22. His, his physique. It's I funny. Mean, I, I don't know if you'll agree with me, but watching him on Tough Enough and watching Josh Matthews when he was on Tough Enough, they, like, remind me of the same person. No, jo- Josh Matthews I saw as more arrogant. No, I think on I think on Tough Enough, it, I, think, I think to me it, it came off like Josh just got it. Like, he got wrestling. Eh. I think, and I think Patrick Clark gets wrestling. He knows... He he gets it. You can see it. it. It's in every single match of his. It's in his. Oh yeah, no, he definitely he entrance. definitely he gets it. He does. He definitely does. Uh, Impact Wrestling's Eli Drake. He may be out of his contract very soon. It is going to expire. They haven't uh, resigned him or anything. So, who knows? Isn't it rumored that he might be coming to WWE or? Wasn't he with WWE for the longest time and they did nothing with him? Uh, yeah, he was. Uh, yeah, he was released. Uh, what was it? Uh, Riddick, uh, Sean Richter. Yeah, Richter. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then uh, there's another, I guess, I don't know if it's a rumor or not, but Io Shira, uh, Shirai? Shirai? Io Shiri. Shirai. Shirai. Potato, potato. Io Shirai. Maybe. Uh, she finished up her stardom uh, events on six. Se- well, we'll be finishing it up on six seventeen, and rumored to have signed with WWE. Yeah, I mean, she may be a part of the uh, May Young Classic this year. So, oh. yeah, because yeah, a, a lot of these, 
Uh-huh. They're they're uh, they're doing another one of those, and uh, you know a lot of they're gonna be getting a lot of people from within, a lot of people from without of the company and stuff like that. So it'll be interesting to see uh, who they uh, contact to get in this thing. Yeah, it's gonna be a lot of fun to pay attention to all those. Absolutely. Um, Speaking of things that are uh, happening and getting attention, ooh, unfortunately, I was, I was gonna skip that and go to Johnny Mundo. Yeah, well, Johnny, Johnny Mundo. Johnny Impact will be on. Johnny Blackcraft, Johnny, uh, John, John Morrison. Morrison. <laughs> He's going to be on the 37th season of Survivor. Will he get voted off the island? Tune in to find out. Only yeah, I was on CBS. I was telling Rachel, I'm like, hey, you want to have a uh, weekly uh, segment on the show for uh, talk about Johnny Mundo on Survivor? And she said, no. I can't believe <laughs> I can't believe it's been 37 seasons of Survivor. But I think they do like they have to do like three. Oh, yeah, obviously, it hasn't been 37 yeah. years, but, <laughs> but like Survivor's been on for quite some time. I remember when it first came on, everyone was like, Survivor, and I'm like, I don't. This is stupid. Absolutely. I used to, you weren't allowed to talk during Survivor. What? You, you weren't allowed to talk during Survivor when it was on. Everyone had to pay attention to, to Survivor. I don't know, but there is no yeah. segue. Enzo has a rap song. It's garbage, pure fu- pure garbage. Listen, thank you for stopping yourself. I, yeah. I, was gonna, I, I wasn't gonna you it, have listen. To, listen, yeah. wait. It sounded like I was gonna curse. I almost said fire, and I and it's not pure fire. It's pure garbage. Oh, okay. I know it sounded like I was going to curse. It was not. Yeah, <laughs> it was just... Credit, though, for... Listen, he did a uh, four-month-long social media silence and then came back and is... It looks like completely reinventing himself. He's going to have his own website, realone.com. Dot com. Yeah, I'm not going to me. I, I compare his rap song is awful, and the fact that he's what the content that he's rapping about is even more awful. To rap about what you what just went on is it's just very distasteful in my opinion. I got a foot cramp. I have a love I got a foot cramp. I have a love But it's getting attention on him, which is the ultimate thing. Bad press. Good press is still press in general. Did you see? I, did you see the how you doing uh, Memorial Day meetup? I did. I saw. I I follow him on Instagram, so I saw all of his videos that it, were. Uh, it was nice. And, you know, he, it was nice to see the turnout. It was nice to see. The Why, turnout. I, dude? I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna wish ill feelings towards anyone. I'm not gonna like. Just because you were like not as good in the ring as you like should have been. Why are you going to root for someone that stinks at rapping to rap? I'm not rooting for him to rap. I'm he's not. He's, he's not rooting for him to rap. He's just rooting for him that he, he came out of yeah. a he came out of a terrible situation that cost him his job, and he's thanking the fans. As, he like at that, job too. All this to... stuff, all the allegations leading up to that, even before that, with being a pain backstage and everything like that. And also being a risk in the ring from, I mean, he injured himself twice going out of the ring. The guy didn't belong in there. If he was decent, okay. But he, he did it to himself. He was on his way out. Kind of sounds salty. Yeah, Dave, what are you, uh, Lay's salt and vinegar <laughs> potato chips over here? 
You know, it, it is what what was the marking of last week where I started to get a little bit salty? Uh, it was a lot later. It wasn't in 10 episode. minutes in. <laughs> <laughs> or 30 minutes but in, like, I should say. But. I would, like, honestly, I want to see him succeed. I mean, yes, the rap was terrible, but Leo Rush released a rap album. Last I thought week, it was good. It, I thought it was good. No, you could say no, that was no, terrible. No, I thought no, it was no, good. No, it, was, it was dog. Bob Backlund. <laughs> Thank you. Bob Wonderful. Backlund. <laughs> Uh, back late yet. Great. It was, it was garbage. I'll make I'll make a note of that. <laughs> I, I I actually liked the Leo Rush. Song. I thought it was good. I thought no, it was man. good. It was the same three. It was the same three lines over and over again, and it was so. Yeah, but he wasn't. He he was just like he wasn't the featured artist, or uh, I don't want to featured artist is what he was. He wasn't the the main artist. Yeah, he he was the yeah, but this was I I I'm sorry, but I don't care about. Enzo Amori. I don't care if good if all this good stuff happens. I I just don't care. I'd rather it happen to some other people out there that. You'd rather happen. You'd rather have it happen to Bob Backlund. I'd rather happen. I'd rather have it happen to cousin Brandon. 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 Cousin Gala Braga. Whatever. Braga. <laughs> can Can you explain to me what that nickname was? Not, was not 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 who it was. What was the full nickname? I can't remember for the life of me what it was. Galarraga? Yeah, Armand, but it was Ar- Armando Galarraga. Yeah, but what he, was the Brandonized version of it? Brandon Galarraga? I don't know. Brand- Armando Galarraga threw a perfect game for the Tigers, but it wasn't a perfect game because Jim Joyce called the guy safe at the end of the game, yeah. and after the I, game, he's like, yep, I made the wrong call. I don't understand how that can stand. Like, but like, did they did they adjust that? I mean, that should be on the record books of Cooperstown. Nope. Well, nope. that's I mean, that's WWE for you. <laughs> referees always referees always saying oh no I was I made the wrong call like this week there was that Cubs Pirates game where Anthony Rizzo had the hard slide in the home plate which should have been called an interference but it wasn't until the day after did it change did the Cubs still win that game yes they still won that game it's just okay guess what we got it wrong all even with this all this instant replay mumbo jumbo it's well, you know people still getting stuff wrong well, yeah, they they did. I mean, that was a main state of where they did introduce that instant replay was primarily because of that mistake, I believe. Yeah. Did you see yeah. City Field oh. on fire today? No. What happened? Something blew up. Really? Yeah, there was a huge fire there. Oh man! Just it's just it's a microcosm like, for the Met season. Yeah, just like the Met season. Yeah. Too bad it didn't end in uh, late April. Well, but, hey, I'm happy that they won the April World, World Series, though. They, yeah. They 11-1. Where are the Yankees at? Yankees lost tonight, but they're still one of the best teams in baseball. I think in the power rankings, they're number two right behind the Red Sox. They they had a slow start, though. It took yeah, a they did. They did, but now they're they're kind of running all cylinders. They lost to Dave's uh, precious Astros this evening. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, but on with the Yankees, like, Gliber. <laughs> what do you got with the Astros, Dave? What do you you mean? haven't you haven't heard Dave talk about how much he likes watching the yeah, Astros? Yeah, I, I like the Astros. I don't know. Yeah, I, I'm a I I became a big Astros fan because of their territory in Troy. I oh but, right okay yeah but I also flight like, to Houston. Yeah, but also like I saw them at spring training, and then most of my guys are on fantasy baseball wise. Is uh, I most of my guys go, are on the fantasy team. <sighs> yeah, I, I coach a baseball team. Oh, what kind fantasy? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, but what a yeah. Do. 
What are you, Carl from Aqua Teen Hunger Force? Uh, hey, baby, come know. over here. You look at me. I broke my neck for you. You know how much I love you. <laughs> I was going to say no. no? Okay. No. <laughs> you never watched Aqua Teen? I, I've seen maybe one scene, but not never oh, watched so really. Yeah. The first, like, two, three seasons were great. After that, it kind of went Is all that, down. That's now. the show with the fries and the meat meatball? Yep. Yeah, Meatwad. And Master Shake. Oh, yeah, there was a shake. Too. Wait, yeah. there, were there french fries then? or? Was yeah, it was a french fry. Fry lock. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Wow. All right. Should we hit a little break ski and uh, get to the WWE stuff? Yeah. Well, let's take a break right now and we'll be right back here on Marking Out. Yo, it's DDP and you're listening to Mark It Out. And that's not a bad thing, monkey. That's a good thing. Bang. Back on Marking Out Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. Let's get into the meat and potatoes of the show. Let's start off with Monday Night Raw. Monday Night Nitro. Gotta, before we start off about Braun Strowman kicking off Monday Night Raw, bravo, as always, to the WWE uh, creative team for the unbelievable yep. Memorial Day montage. Unbelievable. It was, was a really nice video package. Yes. Yeah, yeah. so I had a little bit of a tear in my eye, I'm not going to lie. I I'm, I was was very happy to see what they did. Can I like ask one question though? What? Based on with Memorial Day, I never understood it. But why do people say Happy Memorial Day at times? You uh, know, like it, it always rubbed me the wrong happy way. Happy to when... celebrate the lives of the people that have given their lives to, you know, the ultimate sacrifice to uphold our freedoms. I I guess it it, it always just sits weird with me yeah i understand but, I, I understand. Nah. but as i said braun Strowman kicks off monday night raw uh get these hands uh he's gonna be mr <laughs> mr monster in the bank and finn balor comes out slaps braun Strowman in the face this then leads to a match between the two of them where finn balor wins via disqualification uh, kevin I, owens is sitting on commentary tries to get in the heads of everybody um and yeah Kevin Owens blindsides, uh, blindsides uh, Finn Balor, knocking him onto the floor. Referee calls to the bell. I was a really big fan of the chemistry that they both had in this match. They did, right? It was it was a lot of fun to watch. Braun yeah, and, it, and, and and yeah, Braun and Finn Balor. And I just how I just they're didn't both very why this was a match again though. The the how they both are so agile in that ring too. It just meshed so well. I think my my second favorite part of Raw came from this segment, though, with uh, when Kevin Owens brought in the ladder and Braun Strowman ended up throwing it at Kevin Owens onto the the entrance ramp. That was a risky, like I mean, yeah, I, I'm happy that no fan got clipped with it. That's good accuracy. But I thought I thought that was really good. Nah. And then after this match, Kevin Owens tried to uh, leave Monday Night Raw. <laughs> which was also really funny when the the, uh, the car guy, what's his name, the bellhop, not a bellhop, a valet, dropped, dropped the tip. And then Kurt Angle walks over, he goes, there's money on the floor. And then speaks to Kurt, and then Kurt put him in a match with Bobby Roode. But he goes, oh, Did go you get guys, ready. Wait, what was the deal with the, fa- the fan or someone being carted out in that segment too, on the stretcher? Wait, behind. Yeah, on the there was a stretch, someone on a stretcher behind them in this segment being stretchered out. What makes you say huh. fan? I, I, I don't know. I, from what I saw online, it was a, something happened with a fan. Hmm. But and, and I, I figured that if it was or? 
that's what I don't know. I guess something may have happened, unfortunately, to a fan, and they had to cart them out, and it just so ended up that this was in the background of this segment. I did not notice that at all. Yeah, it was kind of different. Like, it was one of those moments where you didn't know if it was part of the show, but then it's, like, not part of the show, so it's odd. But hopefully the fan, if it was a fan or whoever it was, hopefully everything's okay. Yeah. Um, so up next, we, next had Elias time we had Elias performing, who got cut off by Seth Rollins. They had a little stare down, and Elias eventually left the, the ring. This let, then led into Seth Rollins still keeping his internet, Intercontinental Championship against Jinder Mahal, the, the, a rematch from the original NXT uh, title tournament. But uh, Jinder Mahal won the match. We said this before. The U.S. Open Challenge that Cena did was way better. Okay, but this match was still fun. Um, All right, Mark, sit down. Yeah, didn't do anything for me. I didn't do anything for it, but, you know, it just kind of showcased the talents of Jinder Mahal and Seth Dude, Rollins. It's, I had it's no, like they're setting I had up no a problem, chairs problem. match. Good, let them set up a that, chairs that, match. That may be what they are doing. For what pay-per-view? <laughs> I don't know. For money bank. bank and chairs. <laughs> yeah, that, remember when they had that? TLC and stairs. <laughs> uh, yeah, so awesome. Rollins grabbed the chair. That's what caused the disqualification, even though, um, what is it, Sunil Singh or whatever was in the ring. Of course, he didn't touch Rollins, but he still got involved there. But, and yeah, also, dude, my favorite part from Monday Night Raw came from this segment when Rollins was on the commentary table celebrating and Elias came from nowhere and smashed that guitar over his back. And he went yep. flying off the stage. I thought that was awesome. I, I actually laughed at this part, too, because when they were helping Rollins out of the arena with the neck brace and everything, I guess I overheard fans singing happy birthday to him. <laughs> I guess I guess it was his birthday. I thought that was kind of a funny moment. But uh, next up, one of Brandon's mo- favorite moments of Monday Night Raw. Nia Jax in the ring. No, I gave my two favorites. That's it. This is the least favorite. I know that was <laughs> yeah. obviously sarcasm from your voice, but yeah, yeah. Ronda Rousey was on commentary. Nia Jax in the ring, uh, cutting a a promo mid, I mean match kind of yeah. deal. She uh, had an exhibition. It was called an exhibition. Exhibition. Yeah. Uh, I I didn't mind it. I actually I liked it. I. So did I. I like Nia Jax on the. I like Nia Jax more on the mic and getting that opportunity to be on the mic uh, in this sort of a way. I thought this was a good match, uh, not a good match, but a good promo with an exhibition. Just like there's no difference with this and what I believe the Miz did a similar thing where he was on the mic during the match. I I like it. I think it's a good uh, thing. A little different. Uh, I just don't. I thought it was dumb. Nia Jax is all of a sudden a heel. But she's a face. face, but she's like a face, but trying to be a heel. It's like you have to have somebody work the work the heel in this. You can't. It's not like, hey, let's just beat each other up. Hey, no, you have to have somebody be the predominant face and someone be the predominant heel. Rousey can't the, cut a promo. She's got that monotone. Yeah, that was terrible. It was I awful. Mean, segment, I thought the segment was terrible. I don't think, I don't it, think was it was terrible. terrible. Jinx, Dave, say what you said about her and Oscar. Oh, that that a few weeks ago, uh, Nia Jax tapped out to Asuka's uh, armbar. And then Nia that? Jax is sitting here touting like, oh, you can't break me. You've been yeah. broken. Can't, 
you can't br- you can't break my arm in a submission yet Asuka broke you in a submission okay whatever let's go with the storyline whatever I just didn't like it but up next you, you, you damn smart mark fan this this was not on the same level as that yeah I, for the, me it was for me it was on the same level well, as Sami Zayn and Bobby Lashley with the sisters this was not on the same level as the Bailey segment oh. No, not you in said, the modern you history. Said, no, dude. You said originally that it's it was. Still, it's, but it's, it was still, to me, a bad segment. Bad segment or not, it was far from that Bailey segment. Well, not that far. Just around the riverbend. Uh, yep. But up next, the deleters of the worlds. Or just the deleters of the worlds. Just the deleters of worlds. Almost cursed. They have a new t-shirt on www.shop.com. Pick it up when it's on sale. Don't buy oh, shirts Brandon. when it's not on sale, Chris. They had 40% off this weekend, Chris. Well, <laughs> Brandon, hey, guess, hey, Brandon, you want to know what? I wore my Pancake uh, Power shirt today. Pancake Power. And I uh, sat in the uh, oral surgeon's office, and oh. people were like giving me like weird stares. I thought you were going to say Buy oral surgeon. Uh-huh. I had to get. I was supposed to get an Epico today, and they didn't want to do it. They'd rather just do a, you were another. Supposed to get an Epico. Epico. Oh, I was like, I was like, instead you got a it's, Primo. It's, 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 <laughs> your markdom is just ridiculous. Oh, a new Rusev Day T-shirt. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's like forty percent off. No, eh? they don't have my size, so it's it's one of those acid wash washed T-shirts. Oh, I, I spent this whole weekend. The, the the shirt, the Bruno San Martino shirt, says that it was expected to be in stock May twenty eighth, and it still says pre order. I want to buy this t shirt, and I don't want to spend twenty seven ninety nine. Today they had a percentage off of uh, accessories and stuff. They have a brand new Kalisto mask that like came out of nowhere. I saw it on the on the the display, and I was like, wait a minute, is there a new Kalisto mask? And there is. There's the one with the Red, white, and green, which I have to pick up, but not for forty nine dollars. Mm-mm. Gonna wait for like a thirty percent off, forty percent off Christmas mm-hmm. time. So anyway, Matt Hardy and Bray Wyatt win the match. That's all I really have to say about that. Yeah, they defeat uh, the Ascension, which I think this is leading to just the B team, maybe eventually getting inducted to being deleted. Yeah, I think they'd like that though. Yeah. Next up, yeah. you had, uh, as we alluded to before, Kevin Owens picking up the victory over Bobby Roode. The fact that he's not he's not in Money in the Bank, right? Mm, both of them. I don't are. think so. Are they? Yeah. Huh? Uh, yeah, both of them are. All right. And if if not Bobby, then definitely Kevin. Kevin won that match. Bob, Or the other week. Oh yeah. But this was this yeah. was a throwaway match. This good nothing. It was just, it's, it's like now you're going to see a lot of these throwaway matches now going up to Money in the Bank because we still have so much time before it. We're going to have like next week it'll be uh, <laughs> somebody else in the match versus somebody else in the match. It, so it on really, and so. I, I don't know if it's like a good thing or a bad thing because I, I don't know if like we complain like, oh, we need more time in between pay-per-views. There's like a month left before Money in the Bank and it feels like the pay-per-view should be on Sunday. Well, I feel like that's also. I love that there's such a gap between this, the pay per views right now. But the problem is that their their storyline writing is just so bad right now that it just can't be elongated for that long. It has to pull the trigger. I don't know if it's because they're so used to such a tight 
uh, pay-per-view gap that they've been working with, but they definitely haven't adjusted to this elongated gap right now. The writing for Raw and SmackDown in recent history has been very poor. Yeah. So, speaking of very poor, up next you had Sami Zayn issuing an apology to Lashley for that garbage segment last week. <laughs> and then Lashley came out, just challenged him to a match at Money in the Bank, and they. I thought I thought it was fun. I thought it was they're, hilarious. They're just they're not. I, yeah, I, I can't get enough of the the classic the glasses gimmick from Sami Zayn. But uh, I mean, how many times can I say they're not doing anything with Lashley? Why should fans care about Bobby Lashley? I I don't think he, there's any draw to him. Slow I don't build. think that there ever has been a draw to him. He doesn't really have charisma that draws anybody to want to watch him. So it's just always we'll see what a smiling person. Yeah, we'll see what happens. Here we go. Next up, you had Drew McIntyre. Is that good, Brandon? <laughs> well, it was kind of like it was kind of like you were going to say McAvee almost. But in a, in a disgrace of the match, he beat our Lord and Savior Chad Gable. <laughs> oh, wrong show. Sorry. Yeah, Sorry. definitely wrong show. But uh, I can only assume this is leading towards Jason Jordan's return to help out Chad Gable. Good. I think American Alpha should come back. I think it's good for uh, the tag team division on Raw. It's it's crazy. Like McIntyre is like so tall compared to yeah. Gable. But it's like, I don't know. But up, up next, we have the B-Team Memorial Day barbecue for all the tag teams because uh, the B-Team want to be tag team champions, so they kind of thought they would butter up, just to throw it a pun there, butter up the uh, competition. Uh, missing missing from that segment, Drew McIntyre and Dolph Ziggler. They kind of seem well, like they a were tag just... team. Yeah, but they were just in the segment well, before. This was a food fight. You're not going to put yeah. McIntyre Ziggler in a food fight. Yeah, I mean, right? you're also not going to put Matt Hardy and Bray Wyatt. The tag team champions could have been like on the screen watching. I mean, yeah, you're not going to include them in a in a food fight segment. Come on, I, I feel like McIntyre and Ziggler you want as a, to be taken seriously right now. Lone I agree, hundred percent with Dave. I want to. I want those other teams to be taken serious. But they're not. The only one. Their only team in there that could be taken seriously is the revival. Yeah. The other ones are jokes. They're jokes. They're just jokes. That's it. Yeah. So I mean, parts of the segment was funny. I yeah. Would have been uh, nice to see Rhino or someone through a table. Well, I mean, he got put through a table. I thought that was funny, where he's just launching bologna sandwiches at people in the crowd. Yeah, that was that was cool. And I like when, when all... everyone was throwing food. He was just sitting there eating. Yeah, but this all led to uh, backstage where the B team was speaking to Kurt Angle, and Kurt Angle set up a battle royal for the number one contendership. Yeah, so. I think, you know, as much as I'm pulling for the B team, I think it would be nice to just see, like, a random tag team kind of reform in that battle royal and be, get, like, get the giant push on Monday Night maybe Raw that's as a where tag you got, team. Maybe that's where you have Gable and Jordan come in. I was talking about Hawkins and Ryder. <laughs> I don't see it happening, obviously, but... You know, fingers are always crossed for some sort of something. Yeah, they'll be in the middle of it. No, but Hawkins can't, Hawkins can't win. He can't win a battle royal. He can't win anything right yeah, now. Yeah, but maybe that's what, like, starts it. 
He starts doing the Bo Dallas gimmick. Hmm. The point is, it's not happening, regardless. With just one, ProWrestlingTees.com slash Mark Out. Four-hour main event. We saw a Money in the Bank qualifying last... This went super long. Yeah, what was it, like 30 minutes or so? I don't know, because I I fell asleep, and I woke up at like 11.13, and I see Sasha Banks and Ruby Riot wrestling on my TV. I'm like, wow, Raw's really going over tonight, huh? So Sasha Banks picks up the victory, so she's officially in the Money in the Bank ladder match at Money in the Bank. The first, the opening... Really? I didn't know if it was a Money in the Bank. I thought it might have been a Summerfest. <laughs> yes, the opening contest of this gauntlet match. You saw Bailey defeating Liv Morgan in like thirty seconds. Awful. So, some parts of me I say is dumb, but at, at the same time I get it. After mm. that, we saw Sarah Logan. Yeah, I think. It, I mean, it took more time. I thought this was better, but I don't know. I'm, I'm just happy that they beat her down after. Yeah. But like that, that's like, that, but like, how scripted can that be? It just so maybe. happens that Ruby Riot's the next person in there. Um, but whatever, perfect. that's fine. I right. thought, I, honestly, dude, Ruby Riot and, and Bailey, Ruby it's, defeated Bailey first of all. It's scripted. It's wrestling. It's scripted. I thought, uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, sit down, Mark. <laughs> I thought uh, Brandon's getting so like. It, I mean, did, no, no, did no, you no, notice no, how no, after no, that beatdown that their other tag sure. team partner came out to pick up the victory? Kind of set it up perfectly. Yeah. So, uh, but honestly, I thought I thought this was a the, a good part of the match. I thought Ruby Riot and Bailey was good. It I, was. I thought it was surprising that Bailey didn't win this, but I think it makes sense. I'm I'm happy that Ruby Riot uh, Riot picked up the uh, win over Bailey, and then Dana Brooke came <laughs> Dude, on out. Nobody could have expected Dana to win that. No. Same thing with Mickey James. All so, of a sudden, his face? Are you kidding me? What the hell? You have Nia Jax flip flopping as a heel. Don't get you have it. Mickey James flip flopping as a face. But yeah, so Sasha Banks ended up coming out to face Ruby Riot. They put on a really solid. Yeah. Uh, I thought, dude, I thought Ruby Riot versus Bailey and Ruby Riot versus Banks was were were two of the solid points of Monday Night Raw. I, I I was just a little bit disappointed that Ruby Riot didn't win. I listen. From last week, I said you have to expect it's Banks. Of course, but I, I mean, I said it last week. But I, I want one of these newer uh, newcomers yeah. to hello. If all there. goes as planned, Ember Moon know, is defeating Moon. every single established person in this match to win the Money in the Bank contract. She's the only person who needs it. So one can only hope. One can only hope. Is that a Yoda quote? Yep, and that was raw. Up next, know. SmackDown. SmackDown. Joe, as in comma Samoa, opened up SmackDown, grabbed a ladder, set that Talks ladder up, grabbed the briefcase, cut a promo on Daniel Bryan. D. Bryan came right. out after Joe trashed, uh, well, not really trashed, but spoke about Bree and Birdie. You don't do that. You know, mess with a man's wife and his child. But anyway, yeah, uh, before that, they could fight, <laughs> Big Cass comes out on a crutch saying that, you know, he's hasn't been cleared yet. But yes, he has been cleared. And he beats both of them up with his briefcase and headshots with, with the briefcase. Crutch. With a crutch. No, it was with the briefcase. No, it was with the briefcase. No, no, but he swung first with the crutch. Yeah, with the crutch. But then he beat them down with the briefcase. But yeah, Cass going over. Next up, you had Paige backstage with. Absolution. I'm going to still call them Absolution. That's what I'm calling them. Yeah. Yeah. 
Uh, yeah. Got to a little spat, and she put Mandy in a match with Asuka, and then afterwards, Renee tried to interview her, and I, this was, I liked this part, she, like, made Renee walk with her for the interview. It made, yeah. it made Paige look busy. Like, you don't see that with general managers. They're normally just, like, standing backstage in the office doing nothing, and then just working the segment here she was like oh walk with me i like yeah, that that's like, like a busy busy person at the office she was a busy bee yeah so she busy ends bee. up she ends up putting uh uh big cast in the triple threat with daniel bryan and samoa joe yeah yeah. Uh, next you had shinsuke nakamura defeating ty dillinger which uh just basically played up the whole last man standing gimmick um even though Nakamura got a pinfall win, should it have been a last man like a ten count thing, or what do you think? I think it should have been a ten count. Uh, I think. Yeah, I agree. I think that would have made sense. You, you were playing it up, and then it's like, oh, by the way, one, two, three, whatever. But you still got how many weeks left till Money yeah, in the Bank? It's like probably four or three. Yeah. Up next. 2009, 2008, welcome. We had a dance-off, Lana versus Naomi, um, which ended with the six of them, as in the Usos, Naomi, Rusev Day, Lana, all brawling. So maybe next week we'll see a six-person mixed tag match. Mixed match challenge? Mixed match challenge. Good. Thank you for that. Appreciate it. So... Uh, all in all, I thought the segment was dumb. I, I don't know what... It didn't accomplish anything, really. It's like, oh, hey, the Usos aren't doing anything. Oh, hey, Rusev's not in the... I mean, Rusev's um, not doing anything. We we don't have any build-up for Money in the Bank. Even though nah, he's in the just, match. I mean, I think it was... Uh, look, I, it was I'm, cool to... The kid, in, the kid in play to the neckbreaker was a nice little uh, addition that could have been predicted. I, I, I'm... I'm fine with this whole like tag team outcome thing the dance-off was just dumb um i'm looking forward to seeing rusev day versus the usos yeah only time will tell but uh uh... next you had new day okay defeating the bar teaming with the miz which uh out of this whole thing i just wish they would just tell us already who which member of New Day will be in the Money in the Bank? Yeah. Because the more and more builds, the more and more I'll be disappointed to find out it's not Kofi Kingston. Because I said it the last time, this is Kofi's time, man. Or it's Big E's time. No, I hope it's Kofi. I really hope it's Kofi. Speaking of the tag team division on SmackDown Live, you had a backstage segment with Carl Anderson and Luke Gallows talking about the Bludgeon Brothers. The Bludgeon Brothers then appeared on the screen, and you know, yeah. What are we gonna say? What are you, what are you, it's dumb. What they're doing with the Bludgeon Brothers are dumb. Yeah, I don't know. Carl Anderson, and Luke Gallows promo was great. Yeah, yeah, dude, he got a good in job. phenomenal shape. Both Anderson. of them are well, phenomenal. I mean, yeah. Well, no, I was thinking about that earlier today too. Watching, I was watching some old New Japan stuff back with Carl Anderson in the Bullet Club, and he's like, he's got a good old gutsky, and now he's, uh, you know, double yeah. A. Yeah, because they're probably like, oh, we're not doing anything. Let's get noticed. Yeah, well, no, I think I think I feel like a lot of people 
on WWE programming now are trying to get in like really shredded rip shape. Like look everybody's, at Seth Rollins. Everybody's kind of beat Balor and uh, Ryder. Yeah, absolutely. And Nice, absolutely. 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 Totally. <laughs> Women. Yeah. So next, yeah. Women's Take it match away. after this. Asuka defeated Mandy Rose. Expected. I liked uh, Sonya attacking Asuka before the match. It had zero effect at first. I mean, not at first, I, in general, I, overall. But I agree with you. I, I, I liked it. I thought it had a really good... I thought it did play a factor at first, but... No, uh, I, didn't, I didn't mean to say uh, yeah. it, didn't ha- it didn't play a factor at first. I meant the overall. Nah, I, I thought it was good, though. Yeah. Thought yeah, it was um, good. Yeah, yeah, it's just it's good to see like that it didn't affect her match. Yeah, but, uh, it, it was nice to see her... Mandy, get offense in there, though. Yeah. Uh, up next, backstage, Charlotte and Becky were talking, rambling, and then we're going to see. Paige came into the picture and said, oh, Becky versus Charlotte next week. I actually liked that. I liked how Paige, you saw her walking in the background of the promo and then came up on them as opposed to just, as always, Someone just comes in from Dude, I'm saying, side right or side I'm left. Saying she, what they did she, with Paige on SmackDown was good. Yeah, it was something I haven't seen before. Like she walked legit, like in the back of that promo, and was like, as if she overheard them talking about it, and was just like, "Oh, okay, you guys." Like whoever, she was like, "Hey, everybody, Paige here." Whoever's <laughs> controlling like that aspect of what like her cues are or something. Remember cues are? <laughs> it's still there. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think I ever went, but uh, actually I must have. But I think whoever's controlling her cues, though, it's that's well done. The writing and everything. I, I don't. I do not need to see Becky Lynch versus Charlotte again. But after that, backstage, Sin Cara was talking to Andrade Cien Almas, being all buddy buddy. They used to be uh, old friends and whatnot. And Zelina Vega came out, yelled at Sin Cara not to associate with him, basically. So I'm. I don't know when these matches are going to happen. They've been happening at, at uh, live events. I'm looking forward to that. Heck yes. Up next, you had your main event of the evening. Samoa Joe is the last competitor that will be competing in the Money in the Bank match as he defeated both Daniel Bryan and Big Cass. Uh, choked out Daniel Bryan. Do you think he should have maybe? Won the match against Cass just to sort of save. I mean, obviously now you could save no, because Daniel he's Bryan get... versus Joe for pay per view. Or I mean, obviously W because it's WWE, they could be just on a random SmackDown. But it's got to be on Great Balls of Fire. <laughs> no, but you if you want the way you want to get Samoa Joe over is by him choking out your big baby face. Right. So, yeah, that's stupid for me to say that then. Yeah. It works. Well, yeah, so. it was. <laughs> but uh, I, I thought this. I enjoyed this match. I, yeah, I, I think it was obvious, definitely blatantly obvious who was going to win it. But three different contrasting styles. Yeah. So I'm I'm about it. You got a lot of cool uh, cool people in this uh, Money in the Bank match. So it'll be a really fun match to watch. It's I, not going to be. What? Uh-huh. No go. Oh no! I was going to say I I couldn't even get into this match. I don't know why, but I, I just I couldn't really. It wasn't enjoyable for me. Yep, Dave was eating those dirty salt and vinegar chips right there. <laughs> totally. At least I'm more awake than last week. I know, I know, you are. So yeah, that was SmackDown. Four matches on SmackDown. 
205 Live we should bring up. They did have a... That might, have been my ma- that might have been my match of the week this week. but So should we move on to Shameless Plugs? Shameless Plugs. Shameless Plugs. Never again, Dave. Yeah, yep, like, I'm come on. We say all the time, again. don't do voices, don't sing, don't dance. You don't never said don't folly. sing before. Well. Well, I guess now it well, is. Whatever happened no to sing. that little gimmick whistle you had? What was it? Remember oh. the, the woo? Woo! <laughs> No, like not your voice, the actual gimmick whistle. Well, you just did your voice, so yeah, I figured I was, it was okay for was me to do my voice. I was doing the whistle. Yeah, that, that's the what I was whistle. doing, too. You asked what whistle, I said that whistle. What happened to your whistle? Well, yeah, well, I don't what? know. What it's do upstairs, mean? I think. It's upstairs, I think. But everyone on Twitter should be checking out the Gymnasty Boys. Go give them a follow at Gymnasty Boys. Timmy Lou Redden and White Mike. Awesome tag team over there. They have been making a big name for themselves, and their promos are hilarious. Very funny. Uh, book them, fcgm.1988 at gmail.com, but follow them on Twitter, Gymnasty Boys. Also, on June 7th, MLW Fusion TV taping is going to be taking place in Orlando, Florida. You want to get your tickets to this event. You're going to see Shane Strickland taking on Brody King. Joey Janela taking on MJF, Paro, Barrington Hughes, and so much more. MLW, uh, MLWtickets.com or MLW.com. Go check them out. Hey, Chris. Can I give a shameless uh, plug right now? Yeah, do it up. Before I get, introduce my own segment. Yeah. Um, we've all grown accustomed to the Brooklyn Brawler. And what was a big part of the Brooklyn Brawler's gimmick besides the ripped up Yankee shirt? you want us to say cigar (laughs) that's right the cigar anyway the hoboken premium cigar company has released a brooklyn brawler cigar uh you can go to the hoboken premium cigar company in hoboken new jersey or on twitter at brawler cigar to check them out if you are a fan of cigars like i am uh i it's something i want to just add to my collection that's pretty cool yeah really cool right I got to check into that. I didn't realize that you were starting to get uh, big into cigars. Yeah, I don't know what it is. Uh, yeah, maybe it's uh, Step step Poppy bringing uh, some uh, Cubans back from, uh, you know, from Cuba, because obviously that's where he went. Um, yeah. Yeah, no, I've been, I had a nice uh, Rocky Patel decade uh, smoke earlier before the podcast. It was, uh, it was great. Cool. Well, at some point, we'll have to uh, enjoy smoke together soon. Amen, brother. But anyway, Chris, Yo, who are you gonna shout that's out? That's hilarious, by the way. I just what? that just clicked with me. You know how we censor the show by saying Bob Backlund? Yeah. Back in the day they used to censor Oh, what show was it? They used to censor like Bite This or something with Brooklyn Brawler. Oh really? <laughs> yeah, I think I don't know if like Cena was a host or something of it and he would like curse up a storm. Or I don't remember what exactly it was, but they would say Brooklyn Brawler. Yeah. Zach. Anyway, so, Chris, Chris. Who, who's nice. going to introduce me? Uh, let him introduce himself already. Go for it. Hey, Larry, who, you, who are you going to give uh, the match of the week to? Chris's match of the week. Chris's match of the week. My match of the week this week, Dave, might have alluded to it already, but from 205 Live, the Cruiserweight Championship match where Cedric Alexander successfully retained his title against Betty Murphy. Brandon's favorite. I know Brandon probably <laughs> cried himself to sleep last night. I did night not cry that. myself to sleep there. 
But it was All a right, good but, match. It was a great but, match. Oh, and I, I love the fact that a lot of people on the roster were uh, tweeting about it and going nuts over it. Dude, see, people, like, they give so much negativity towards 205 Live. They don't watch 205 Live. They don't care about 205 Live. They continuously put out really good matches. They, yeah, they, they yeah. do matches like this all the time. I agree. I agree. <laughs> but you know what else I agree about? Brandon, who you shout out? Hello there, this is Randy Newman, and I'm telling you that you've got some shout-outs from Brandon. First shout-out is going to at Optic Decay on Twitter. Eric uh, Montreal Broski at MTL Late Night does a morning show with him on YouTube where Eric, uh, they do some banter, and Optic Decay is an artist. He draws live on YouTube. Um, I filled in the other day. It was pretty cool. You woke up? Dude, I was up before 8 o'clock. The show starts at 8 o'clock in the morning. I was up before that happened, and I was like, oh, I'll tune into the show. Go go tune in the show. It's not there. Eric was nowhere to be found. Apparently, later on, we found out his uh, electricity went out, so he wasn't. He didn't oversleep, as we, as we thought on the show. But people seemed to like me in chat. It was pretty cool. Uh, awesome. which, which leads to the next shout out going to at redacted underscore IGN on Twitter. Uh, they drew a, a, a Cal arts style photograph picture of me cartoon, I should say, which that I thought was pretty awesome. cool. Yeah. Apparently, yeah that but really apparently cool. people draw those to troll people because, um, the, everybody hates the whole Cal art style from like, why Steve, it, it just became like the, the new Thundercats is drawn in that style. It was just uh-huh. like it's just very lazy style of drawing, I guess. Didn't look lazy at all. It looked really good. But I, I don't know. That's what that's lazy right. animation to people. Yeah, I thought I it was cool. I think it yeah. was cool. So, uh, and then last up is an anti shout out to Walmart. I, yep, the worst dude. I've been dealing with them for over a month with this return, with a hole with this package, whatever. I bought a cooler from Walmart. It came damaged. Sent it back. Got a new one. Came damaged again. I, 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 I ran out of patience with them. I was on the phone with them yesterday at two, or today at 2 in the morning yelling at them. But that that saga is finally over. The package went out. They, they came or, or actually my mom flagged down a FedEx guy and she, they, they picked it up. Because when I when I went to uh, when the FedEx guy came today, the the label the printer wasn't working. Oh no! Yeah, so so my saga with Walmart's done, but I never want to deal with them again ever again. Well, you will, but that's okay. Yeah. Because now it's time for our our. Out moment of the week. Uh, you definitely heard about mine earlier, which was going to the New York Public Library and seeing Winnie the Pooh, Tigger, Kanga, Eeyore, Piglet. It's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. <laughs> I don't think I've ever. Off. I don't think I've ever been in the the New York Public Library before that, and it's like it's just there. It's literally just in the room. You go in there, and it's in the a, a case, and you see 
like these were actual things that inspired the whole Disney franchise and everything. They were the ones that were owned by little Christopher Robin. I didn't get a chance to go into the Ghostbusters part where they filmed, but maybe one day. Maybe. They filmed there. And then uh, I think I kind of popped. Uh, Weezer, I think last week or so, released a, a cover of Toto's Rosanna. And it, it made fans kind of like pressure them to release a cover of Toto's uh, Africa. Africa. Yes. And then they did, and it's really good. I think Heck both. yeah, I gotta both, listen to it. Both covers are good. I'm a huge fan of that song. Yeah. You don't like Rosanna though? Or you don't, it's you okay. Don't, yeah. So what were your what were your guys? No, it's uh, actually really good. Markouts of the week. Dave. Um, mine was actually when we first started recording. Uh, you heard me kind of <laughs> react to something that I saw. I saw a clip of what took place on WWE NXT tonight. Um, Ricochet encounters Velveteen Dream on the ramp and just does a flip to the outside of the ring, lands on his feet, proceeds to walk, go face to face with Velveteen Dream. I thought it it looked so smooth and good, and I yeah, so I smooth totally, and good. Wait, yeah, there's a dude, new, I marked out for it. There's a new women's champion. No, there isn't. What happened on NXT? I don't know. Like, I haven't watched it. Oh, Nikki, Nikki Cross stole, stole the championship from her oh, on the ramp. okay. That's, why, that's why Pins is in quotes. Okay, yeah. Gotcha. She, yeah. Uh, what's her face? She ran and Dakota Kai is, is counting the, the three-fall there. Yeah, Dakota Kai. I, I, I didn't see the clip. Fall. I just see the picture. Yeah. But she chased her down. Well, she was standing on the ramp. She ran over to her, grabbed it, and then got back in the ring. Did you see so. John Cena has a YouTube Red show? No. Called Dallas and Robo. The du- WWE's YouTube account Dallas uploaded all the... Yeah, that's what I think it is. No. <laughs> WWE's uh, YouTube account uploaded all the episodes. I think all the episodes, but they're censored. So YouTube Red... Or actually, they're just clips. I think the first two episodes are there, completed. But they're censored. Alright. So YouTube cool. Red, I think, has them uncensored. But did you have a markout moment of the week by any chance, or who me? Mm-hmm. Um, nothing. I marked out because Bleeding Through released a new album. It's pretty awesome. Uh, and then my wife decided that asked my son if he wanted a New Day birthday party this year for his birth for his birthday, and he said yes. And I was going ballistic. Damn. <laughs> yeah. She said, "Do you want a New Day party?" He goes, "Yes." I'm like, ah! <laughs> Yeah, Yo, you could just okay. give out Cheerios. You don't even got to go get Bootios. You could just give out Cheerios to kids. We, we, we couldn't find plates or anything like that, so... What do you mean? It's... You just get, like, blue and, uh... Light blue and, uh... Hello? And... Well, can't you just go to, like, Staples and get paper plates with the design that, like, picture that you want on... Implant, uh, imprinted on it? Dude, yeah, just get... Just get funny. the... Just get color... Color paper plates, like, uh... Light blue, like a, uh... Like teal and hot pink. Yeah, that works. Well, just match their gear. He's Obviously, their gear Wars. now is He's just going to have a Star Wars party. And, oh, he doesn't want the New Day? or? I mean, or he still has my wife. Like, my wife was like, yeah, I can't find any New she Day goes, stuff. Like, she goes, right. hey, hey, you want a New Day party? Yeah, absolutely. And it's like, well, you're getting a damn Star Wars party, kid. <laughs> Deal with that. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, so that was that for this week. Uh, and that's uh, our show for this week. 
Thank you, everybody, for listening to Mark and Al 182 next week. Three. No, he's 83. No, 382. 382. Uh, next week, we have uh, some more Road to Money in the Bank. Uh, Dave will open a bag of uh, salt and vinegar chips on the show. And- yeah, I will. <laughs> and shoot them for you all to hear. For all of you that have misophonia, you will tune out of the podcast. For ACM, Mark and Al. Markingout.com, Facebook.com slash Markingout, Twitter.com slash Markingout, Markingout1 at gmail.com, YouTube.com slash Markingout11. Follow me on Twitter, Chris Dog, Brandon on Twitter at BTTG161, and Dave's dormant account at DaveTheRave underscore MO. So for the three of us, we wish you the... Best, best of luck in your future, future endeavors. endeavors. And we will see you next week on the podcast. Oh, yeah, let's go eat pulled pork sandwiches.